Medical information obtained from our website or on the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If you have, or you suspect you might, have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of the sports doctor, this radio show, or their sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome live from Chicago. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist, all things sports, medicine, fitness, and wellness, brought to you by Global School Wear, school uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger, Lower Extremity Review, LER Magazine, and MVP Parent Magazine, and UK Health Radio. We've got a great doubleheader today. Mike Pia, he's the CEO, co-founder of HitCheck. Brings personalized cognitive aid for athletes and military personnel. Concussion awareness. He returns along with Dr. Tom Hemingway, a medical physician uh, who explores all things health and wellness from a holistic point of view uh, as a, a medical physician. Then it's the sports doctors in with some Bob Guider wisdom and your emails. I think we've got a little bit of a disruption here. We're waiting for Mike Pia to call in. You know, sometimes they get the time zones wrong. <laughs> the adventures of um, live radio. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about some of the big points and concerns we have regarding safety and youth sports. You know, I can't believe it's the fourth anniversary of the publication of the book, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents, which I co-authored with uh, Hall of Fame volleyball player Sharky Zartman. Uh, she's also a, uh, a multiple author with other books, as well as uh, a talk show host herself. If Mike calls, we'll jump right in. But one of the reasons we paid big attention uh, to uh, the putting together of everything for the book and hashtag Hey Sports Parents is as pertinent today as it was when we wrote it four years ago. Uh, and it's broken into four sections. The first section is, is Sports Parenting 101. Sharkey talks about everything. What level should your child be participating in? What are the options? Uh, what if they are very serious about the sport? What if it's more recreational? What if there are problems with communication? All of these important aspects uh, for parents uh, who have children in sports at any age and at any level, the second section of the book is called The Sports Doctors In. This is my section where we're talking about everything about preventing injury, common problems, uh, what are the best shoes, what's the criteria, what about orthotics, how important is strengthening the lower extremities, uh, and other aspects. Uh, what about the concerns and dangers of the concussions? Uh, in youth sports. So this is the second section, really paying attention to the two things that everybody cares about. One, can we prevent problems? Can we prevent injuries? And two, can we enhance performance? What's that all about when it's indicated? Very exciting third section of the book. We bring together eight different experts to add their two cents and their areas of expertise in the physical side of training, mental side of training, uh, a uh, psychologist for youth as well as parents talking about how exercise is mind medicine, the world of nutrition, all of these coaching, parenting, all of these experts are talking about these important areas to pay attention to uh, in that particular section. Fourth section is parents' perspectives, where we talk with a half a dozen parents, and ironically, very excitedly, all the experts, all the parents, have either been patients of mine or their children, or they've been guests on The Sports Doctor over the four decades that I've been involved in uh, the uh, crazy uh, radio world. 
so we talk with some perspective with parents involving these kinds of challenges, everything from the expenses of youth sports to the different kinds of pressures. You know, it's interesting. Um, in this world where we've brought together so many different experts in different areas, Oz guests on the sports doctor talking about these particular challenges. Uh, Joel Franco, who is the creator of the upcoming documentary, Where Our Children Play, The Challenge of Youth Sports, is really coming together. And we're hoping sometime, I think maybe this fall, where this documentary will be out taking on these kinds of challenges, talking about some of the problems and headaches we've had, everything from ranting, raving parents, on the sidelines, um, to abuse uh, of coaches, both physically and mentally, in youth sports, to some of the abuses even that Sharkey talks about uh, with physicians, the whole craziness uh, that came down uh, with the gymnastics and those nightmares, you know, uh, the uh, relevance of sports, performance-enhancing drugs, over-the-counter medicines uh, that are, are we, we, we try to talk about. And very importantly, we want people to understand there's lots of great parts of youth sports. There's so many benefits. There's so many terrific, uh, terrific things. Uh, so when we have guests on, like uh, Ian Goldberg, who is the creator and founder of iSport360, a great app that brings together the importance of communication between parents and coaches, our friends at the National uh, Alliance of Youth Sports, uh, just celebrating John Ang, uh, the son of the founder. They're celebrating their 40th year of helping coaching coaches, paying big attention to park districts, the military, all of these topics, again, being uh, discussed, our friends, Gordon McClelland, working with parents in sports over there in England, uh, and their tremendous, again, uh, discussions and awarenesses of all of these challenges. Uh, my friend, one of the supporters of the sports doctor, Rich Dubin, who is the publisher of Lower Extremity Review, uh, the publisher of the very exciting quarterly um, MVP Parents magazine. I'm very excited about participating in both of his publications. Uh, just recently, uh, the uh, um, spring issue of MVP um, Parents magazine uh, was just issued, and I have a column each issue, The Sports Doctors In, where I talk about youth sports, and drugs. This is a big problem. We all know the nightmares about opioids and addiction. And, you know, we had over 100,000 deaths from opioids uh, this, this past year, record levels. Now, my chapter is about mostly over-the-counter pain medicine, anti-inflammatories in youth sports, which is a real epidemic where we have so many of these kids who are taking over-the-counter medicine just to participate, just to be able to stay in the game. It's a big problem. Everybody listening to the sports doctor, I don't know what happened to Mike Pia. We'll have him back. Again, hit check. Uh, very, very important um, uh, technology to help uh, uh, deal with and identify uh, youth sports, athletes, military, uh, with sidelines and concussions, go to my website, sportsdoctorradio.com. If you go over to radio shows, you can go back years, and you could listen to international guests, national guests, local guests, so many different topics in the umbrella of sports medicine, fitness, and wellness. If you go over to newspaper articles and magazines, 
you can get a real uh, look at uh, some of the different articles and topics we cover. Again, whether it's in Lower Extremity Review Magazine, Podiatry Management Magazine, uh, so many articles that I wrote for some of our local newspapers here with um, the Aurora Beacon, the Naperville Sun, so many uh, different topics. Again, um, an article I wrote in 2008, Let's Get Them Walking, which was an effort we were really, really making with the nightmare of childhood obesity, which I feature on The Sports Doctor for, gosh, 20 years, 25 years. You know, we are as big a problem with childhood obesity and adult obesity as we've ever been. So these topics are really, really important. The idea of trying to get walking included in schools where we would have the attention of and the interaction with uh, tens of millions of students to try to get them on good habits at good times, starting with the importance of education to try to make a difference in childhood obesity. I got news for you, everybody. Obesity will break us. It costs three to five times more to take care of a uh, obese child who might be dealing with um, uh, childhood obesity, uh, rather, and childhood diabetes. We talked about that last week with a couple of our guests, the nightmare with diabetes, 37 million adult diabetics and probably just as many million pre-diabetics. Uh, so the idea of trying to get these important habits, like walking in schools, with serious nutrition changes in schools, to really, really make a difference. Uh, again, the um, diabetes, heart problems, high blood pressure, all of these factors are involved when we're dealing uh, with uh, childhood obesity. So again, when we're talking about some of these different topics, uh, you know, the late great sports psychologist, Jim Vickery, who shared our radio show in the early 90s, a colleague of mine, he worked with Northwestern University, he worked with the Chicago White Sox, a few other teams. He didn't even use the term psychologist uh, back in the 80s and 90s because the word scared people. They thought there was something wrong with them. He was a performance enhancement consultant. But Dr. Jim made a big deal out of various points in the world, again, of youth sports, where he would tell parents and coaches not to be a critic, to stop badgering some of these kids where we would end up causing as many problems as not. Of course, the pandemic has quadrupled the concerns uh, with our adolescents and our children and our young athletes, where we've got such incredible pressure in order to try to deal with uh, these concerns uh, that the pandemic has put on us for the past two and a half or three years. Hey, is the school um, year on? Are they homeschooling? Was the season canceled? Uh, are the kids in shape to get back into sports this quickly? Uh, all of these things have been on top of us, and it's been amazing uh, in these past few years, regardless of the topic of the guest we had on the sports doctor, wherever they were in the world, whatever their vocation was, they would talk about the challenges of mental health and what a big deal this has been. We were probably finally paying enough attention to mental health at all levels. And again, the past couple of Olympics, where it was the summer games, and one of the greatest athletes in the world, uh, uh, Biles, uh, where we talked the great uh, gymnast, Simone Biles, talking about that she was not competing in all of the events because of the mental pressures that were on her head. And in the Winter Olympics, where we ran into the whole scenario with the young Russian figure skater and the drugs that she was taking and all these other things. So uh, these topics we continue to feature on The Sports Doctor and uh, I know it was a mix-up. Mike couldn't make it. Hopefully we'll get him back. 
but th- when you do the radio as long as I have, you got to jump in, you got to tap dance with the best of them. So we'll uh, we'll catch him next time. You're listening to the Sports Doctor, everybody. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Bob Weil, a sports doctor. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, co-written with Sharky Zartman, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents, an essential guide for any parent with a child in sports. You know, Sharky is a former Hall of Fame volleyball player. She's the mom of two daughters who became Division I volleyball players. Together, we have over 70 years of combined youth sports experience. Goal of the book? Give you the essential tools and guidance to make your experience as a sports parent the best it could be. Hashtag Hey Sports Parents is divided into four sections. The first section, Sports Parenting 101. Sharky talks everything about uh, parenting, about coaching, that whole uh, interaction between parents and coaches, coaching your own kids. Uh, what's the, what are the things to really pay attention to? The second section is the Sports Doctors In, yours truly. Uh, my discussion of injury prevention and treatment, choosing the best shoes, youth sports and drugs, essential exercises, the dilemma of youth football, orthotics. Third section, uh, experts speak out. We bring together eight different experts in nutrition and sports performance and mental training in all aspects of coaching in that section. The last section is the parent's perspective, some insights from about a half a dozen parents of athletes. So everyone, hey, get out your megaphone, spread the word. Now available on Amazon. Order now. You'll be more confident. So will your young athlete. Hashtag, hey, sports parents. everybody, Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content. Their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review magazine, one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention. I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctor is In article in each issue. Go to MVPParent.com, MVPParent.com. Hey, it's Dr. Bob. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger is setting a new standard within the school uniform market. More schools are understanding the value that uniforms provide, school pride and identification being one of them. Another is a well-recognized reduction of student pressure to keep up with classmates in the real world of what to wear each day to school. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger provides amazing quality and value to its partner schools and families. It is truly the first brand in this market that students are excited about wearing. Go to the website, globalschoolwear.com, globalschoolwear.com. Everybody, we're back live from Chicago with the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. 
again, we want to welcome Dr. Tom Hemingway, medical physician who explores all things health and wellness from a holistic point of view. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Tom Hemingway, welcome to the Sports Doctor. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Big aloha to everybody out there coming from Hawaii. Lucky you. Uh, give us, <laughs> you know, it's funny, one of my famous guests, Dr. Gilad Jankowitz, did his fitness show from Hawaii, gosh, since like the 90s. And uh, we were always jealous. Give us some background on yourself and uh, what you're up to with your, your holistic medicine. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I would love that. So I've, I've been a practicing physician for 20 years, and I've always had a keen interest in how to do things naturally or holistically without necessarily prescription medication and things like that. I certainly do prescribe medicines, but it's not my top choice. I like to go with a natural approach first. And the reason for that is I've seen in my 20 years of experience that we in Western medicine often are too quick to get that prescription filled out and send people on their way to what I call sort of a Band-Aid medicine approach where you quickly give out a prescription for a symptom that a patient may be having, but it doesn't really get to the root cause of what's, you know, the biggest factor in determining the illness in the first place. We just kind of throw a quick prescription Band-Aid on it. We're not actually fixing the root cause. And so most of the medical issues out there, including 7 out of 10 of the leading causes of death worldwide, are almost entirely preventable. These are things like heart disease, diabetes, obesity, and most cancer is over 90% preventable through a simple, natural, holistic approach that most of my Western physician colleagues are kind of missing the boat on. So I've kind of dedicated sort of the back half of my career to just focus on this because I worked many years in hospitals and clinics and emergency rooms, and I felt like we weren't doing a great job at preventing these illnesses that are literally the leading causes of death worldwide. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. Well, you know, it's interesting, Tom. I've been talking about this probably 30 years, give or take a few weeks. On the sports doctor, you know, now I call it the new medicine, which is eat smarter and keep moving. Uh, yeah. And, you know, again, you, you talk about a real common scenario, our culture, of course. You know, the United States is one of only two countries in the world that even allows advertising on television of drugs. So we have a pill for everything. This is our culture. Uh, and, again, one of the things we feature on the sports doctors is exactly what you're talking about, mixtures of Eastern and Western medicine, the major, major role of prevention, uh, the fact that there are alternatives besides the pill and injection or surgery. And, uh, but again, also we've really talked about a lot what you really, really just mentioned, you know, the challenge with the general medicine, uh, and the acceptance of, uh, you know, paying big attention to what you're talking about. But I think we've come a long way, baby although we're still banging our head against the wall, aren't we? Oh, we absolutely are. I mean, it's it's so frustrating for me to see, like you said, you know, commercials on TV, you know, ask your doctor about this medication, not to mention common side effects could include things like overwhelming infection, sepsis, bacteremia, and death, you know. And there's there's so many natural ways to really not only treat these conditions, but to prevent them in the first place. And that's that's why I wrote the upcoming book entitled exactly that, Preventable, Five Powerful Practices to Avoid Disease and Build Unshakable Health. Because in my, in my humble opinion, there's really five practices, two of the which are ones you've mentioned. One is, you know, eating smarter, like you said. I kind of use that as what I like to call the food as medicine approach, because food is either the very best medicine you could ever put into your body and most frequent medicine, or it could be a slow poison if we don't make the best choices. And we get to decide. It's all in our court. And that's what I love so much about this approach is literally we are in the driver's seat. We don't have to wait for our doctors to hand out a prescription or, like you said, possibly even a surgery recommendation, things like that for many of these things that we could actually treat and prevent with natural means, like food, like with exercise, like with proper sleep, optimizing our stress. And then sort of the new kid on the block is this thing called the microbiome or what's our gut health. And if we pay attention to that, I mean, we can literally, with these five principles, 
solve most health conditions and prevent you know, the majority of diseases. You know, it's interesting also, Dr. Tom. Yes, what's interesting is, again, that uh, if there's almost as many commercials as drugs on TV, it's diet. You know, that, that's yeah. these two incredible, powerful uh, things that influence everybody in so many ways which is why we've always felt funny in the, one of the first segments of the show today. I was talking about an article I wrote in the early 2000s for schools, which was let's get them walking, get these kids part of the curriculum, getting involved in, in the importance of exercise. But it's also just as important, I would imagine, to get these kids aware of, educated about, like, um, you know, what uh, you're talking about. Uh, gut health, again, it's hugely important everywhere you look now they're talking about that as well as another topic we've talked about for years the importance of sleep so those these are the five areas um that you're really really talking about um and do you find again whether we're talking about you know optimum performance high performance athletes paying huge attention now to everything you're talking about uh, uh aren't aren't they they're, they're starting to. I think, I think the, the trajectory, at least in, in the health and wellness space and in the sports and, you know, high-end athlete type of thing, they're really paying attention to this now. Whereas before, we were always taught that, you know, as long as you work out, as long as you do exercise, like, literally, it doesn't matter what you eat, you know, and that's just such garbage. I mean, no matter what you do with exercise, which is a key pillar, it's super important. I put lots of focus on that. You can never outrun the tip of your fork. If you're putting crappy food into your body, you can't make up for that with exercise alone. It's just not possible. It's just not possible. And so those two together, food, selecting natural, real, whole food that doesn't come with a, a bag or a box or a barcode, that's kind of my little mantra is avoid the three Bs and eat whole, real, natural food and combine that with exercise, with proper sleep, proper stress optimization, and gut health, and you'd be surprised what you can do without any prescriptions. And it's, it's been, yeah, it's been know, amazing, stress. my experience. Well, you know, it's interesting, especially the past couple of years, the pandemic, everything else, the times a thousand, the areas and levels of stress. Uh, and I'm, I'm really, really glad to see you including that in what you're talking about as, as it's so being so, so important. Uh, we talk a lot on the Sports Doctor about rest and recovery, what a key point this is, whether it's youth athletes and youngsters trying to stay away from overuse problems and all sorts of injuries, or whether it's, again, the mental side, the burnout side, the too much pressure, again, too much stress uh, involved in so many areas. But the idea of paying attention to it, that we really should add it to the repertoire of spending, you know, some time during the day, whether you want to add meditation to the mix, whether you want to just relax, uh, uh, a little bit for recovery, but this is where sleep becomes a big deal also, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, it's, it's such an important step. And I used to, you know, 25 years ago when I was in my medical training, I always lived by this mantra, I'll sleep when I'm dead, because that's kind of what they pounded yeah. into us. You know, every hour you were sleeping, you were missing something. And so I didn't value my sleep in, until probably the last decade, and it's literally taken years off my life. I mean, I'm turning 50 next year, and I feel as youthful and energetic as when I was 20, and I can keep up with my, my four teenage boys and anybody else out there in any kind of physical, you know, situation, and, and it's no problem for me. And one of the reasons is because I actually safeguard my sleep nowadays. <laughs> right. Uh, well, again, you know, the, the, uh, the, the website, the coming out of the book, when do you expect that book to come out? Is there a website people yes, can go so to this, find uh, out about some of your work? Yeah, this summer, uh, August is the uh, is the date, and it's uh, if you go to thepreventablebook.com, you can sign up to get all the alerts and announcements as to when that's coming out, the freebies, all those sort of things. Also, my Instagram is Dr. Thomas Hemingway, which is just D R, and then my name Thomas Hemingway, and I have a a link there that has my book, my uh, website, all of those types of things. If, if they can just find me on Instagram at Dr. Thomas Hemingway, that's probably the easiest place or thepreventablebook.com. Do you find that again, uh, our medical education and so many, it's funny, a lot of my chiropractic friends over the years, it ended up, they were the leaders 
in so many areas. They paid big attention to nutrition. They paid big attention to exercise. And, and of course, uh, uh, you know, general medicine uh, didn't have very many good things to, uh, to say about that. But in the area of medical education, uh, do you find some things that seems to me really, really changing, although reluctantly, starting to pay big attention to include what you're talking about in, in, the, in general medical education. Do you, are you optimistic? I'm optimistic, but the change is slow. In medicine, it takes us typically about 20 years to kind of get up to the latest and greatest research in a lot of these ways. And the biggest problem, I think, in the medical curricula is that they only require very small amounts, about two hours of nutrition for your entire four-year medical training. So it's, it's too little it's not enough. It's not even, most schools don't even have a requirement for nutrition. They get a little bit here and there in their biology, biochemistry, that sort of thing. But a lot of it's outdated. And so I am optimistic, but it takes people like you and I and many others that have gone before to really keep pushing this because I really believe it is the most important thing when it comes to our overall health is our food, our exercise movement, sleep, stress management, and then the gut health. These are the, these are the pillars that will really take us to where we want to go. <laughs> you know, it's interesting also, you're, you're the dad of four boys. Do they play sports? All, uh, they are so active. In fact, I got up early and I was out surfing with a couple of my teenagers. They also play competitive soccer. Um, they do anything that comes on a board, whether it be uh, ski, right. snowboard, skateboard, all those kinds of things. Plus, well, we're going to talk more about soccer. it. Look at that. Gonna, yeah. Yeah, I'll, chime <laughs> in on the, I'll chime in. I'll chime in on the importance of foot mechanics when we come back. We're talking with Dr. Thomas Hemingway, natural health. We'll be right back. It's the Sports Doctor. If you live in or near Aurora, Illinois, and you're into sports, fitness at any level, or your son and daughter is, you cannot forget about your feet. Your feet affect everywhere else. There are complex motions that come into play, especially in sports. Your ankles, knees, hips, and back all are affected with your foot mechanics. Uh, come visit the office, uh, Dr. Bob, uh, and get evaluated. Uh, check what shoes are best for you. I offer prescription orthotics, which is usually one of the major tools for treatment and prevention of foot-related ankle and leg problems. Also, enhancing performance. Step or two quicker. Call 630-898-3505 or go to sportsdoctorradio.com. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. It used to be hard to find the world's most wonderful alcohol-free drinks. Not anymore. Whether it's a health thing, a lifestyle thing, or you're trying new things, make sure you save yourself from the guessing game of the supermarket shelves and shop with zerozilchzip.co.uk for the world's most carefully curated range of alcohol-free beers, wines, spirits, and more. Health Radio listeners can save 5% with the code HEALTH5. Visit zerozilchzip.co.uk .co.uk or click our banner on the UK Health Radio website. Discover alcohol freedom with zero zilch zip because nothing's better. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. Hey, everybody, we're back live from Chicago. It is the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. We're talking with uh, natural physician, uh, Dr. Thomas Hemingway. We were talking before the break uh, about how active his, uh, his boys are in various sports. Uh, they're also involved with surfing like their dad. You know, it's interesting, Dr. Tom. Again, when we're talking about the marriage of Eastern and Western medicines, uh, that we feature a lot on the sports doctor when we used to talk, and we still do things like acupuncture, things like massage, again, in the areas, again, chiropractic medicine, in the areas of natural health. Um, 
Do you include a lot of those disciplines in what you're talking about? Uh, 100%. I strongly support all of those that you mentioned. And, and kind of like what you were saying with the medical education, when I did my medical training, you know, 25 years ago, we called all of that, quote unquote, alternative medicine. And I'm so glad that we're changing the tide on that. Most people view it as a more holistic approach. And it's not alternative. I really wish it were. Yes. Well, there's a new label. Yeah, yeah. The, the new label is complementary. I agree yeah. with you. I always wondered, you know, alternative always put that question mark in yeah. there. And, of course, <laughs> when you're talking things like stress relief and meditation and spirituality, you know, people thought that was, you know, mind-body. People, Medicine thought that was voodoo, let alone yeah. very, very helpful and, and, and very, very effective. So, again, when we're talking about some of these successful, um, you know, disciplines, we talk so much on the sports doctor, Dr. Tom. I call it the mental game. Whether you're, again, the best athlete in the world, whether you're parents of athletes, whether you're a coach involved with athletes, uh, the pressure to play, uh, the pressure to, uh, sometimes to play hurt, uh, the pressure on some of these kids who are fed up with their parents or coaches, um, that whole mental part of everything in, in, in health, um, you pay big attention to that also, don't you? Oh, my gosh. For me, that is it's really 80% a mental game and 20% the other way, the mechanics. I mean, Isn't anybody can learn the it mechanics. Really yeah, we could all learn mechanics, but you can't to, to overcome all of the different fears and challenges and things that are mentally uh, up there, whether we recognize it or not, they're there and they affect us. And once you kind of hone in on how to optimize your mental health or what I like to call brain health. I mean, the sky's the limit. You talk to any famous athlete and what do they do pregame? I mean, they are having a mindful moment. They're visualizing their success. They're visualizing what they're going to do before it happens. And the more they're on it mentally, the better their performance is every single time. It's just that critical. You know, it's interesting, my real uh, specialty, the world of figure skating. You know, I'm still celebrating 2010 men's Olympic gold medalist Evan Lysacek. He grew up here. I put orthotics in his figure skates when he was 10 years old. I'm still putting orthotics in 10-year-old <laughs> figure skaters. Uh, and it was interesting, way back then, and even in his training, they, they paid such attention to visualization and such attention to sports psychology, uh, and again, the rest, so many other sports didn't pay very much attention to these things uh, as far as the fact that you could train these situations mentally, uh, and that it became such an important part of what uh, you know people were uh, doing, self-hypnosis, some of these other uh, aspects. So the, the whole mental, if anything, mental health, uh, it's become such a big deal, like I was mentioning before. Everybody we talk to when I have guests on the show, Tom, wherever they are in the world, whatever their vocation, they're talking mental health, mental health. In your practice, this has exploded around us, hasn't it? It has significantly. I mean, you mentioned a, a few minutes ago about what's happened in the last two years. I mean, there was a landmark study in 2012 where they took 180,000 people and they asked them to measure their stress and 80% of them had significant stress in the last calendar year. That number is nearly 100% now the last couple of years. And the cool thing they found is what most of us were taught is that stress is negative, stress is harmful, stress is that thing that causes all these other issues. And it can be. It can be or it cannot be. In fact, what they found in this study was the group that reported the highest level of stress, it was only bad for them if they believed that it was bad for them. Those that viewed it as a challenge, as something to overcome, something they could do, tweak, they could pivot, they could you know, um, use it as a reason to go forward. Those people that had a positive mindset on it, the stress was actually protective for them. And so it was, it was something that literally 20 years ago we had no idea. Now at least there's a lot of data that supports that. And you and I have been working on this for so long. We've incorporated and we know this, but it's so great to see the late yeah, this press. Is real, and, that, that's and, some real wisdom. You know, what you just yeah. talked about, we ought to uh, frame it. Uh, the idea, again, that this bugaboo that we've been scared of forever, uh, the whole word stress, uh, that there's such a positive side to it, uh, again, which is a real, real educational challenge. 
Uh, you know, it's funny whether you talk about nutrition or whether we're talking exercise, whether you're talking about stress. You know, professional athletes used to hey, you know, it didn't matter what they ate, a pregame meal or whatever, <laughs> didn't pay attention to anything like that. Now there's not a team. I don't think there's a high school team that's not paying attention again um, to to nutrition and all of these things. Yet what becomes very very frustrating is with all of these exciting attention to these points you're making, these five major points, um, you know, sometimes, again, we talk about, I say we're still treading water in, in, in so many of these, these areas. And uh, the, the challenge of, uh, of education uh, becomes such a, such a serious one, uh, you know, when you're talking about these proactive things that don't necessarily have to do uh, with the ideas of uh, general uh, medicine, uh, and again, you know, the two things everybody cares about in, in sports medicine. How can I prevent problems? And can we enhance performance? And the whole idea of, you know, trying to stay healthy for as long as we can, try to stay out of trouble. Uh, and I think the, the idea of uh, the physician paying big attention to this uh, is so important. Oh, it's critical, and I, I hope to be part of that new trend to where we can get more Western doctors to really acknowledge the utility of these things because, you know, it's, it's the most powerful, it's the most simple, it's the most affordable. All of these things I'm teaching are entirely free. You know, they don't cost anything. You, you, you learn how to apply these principles of stress management or sleeping smarter or optimizing your nutrition and your exercise and your gut health, all of those things can be done for free. You don't need any special tools. I mean, a lot of people get them, right? They get the different rings and watches and all these kinds of things. Those are kind of fun, but they're, they're not perfect and they're not necessary. You can learn most of these techniques for free. They're simple, and that's what I love to share about, and it's the reason why I wrote the book. So it just gets me excited. And, of course, there's plenty of different types of exercise, like I was mentioning before, if we can get families to walk together, to participate. Uh, not everything has to be a competitive sport. You know, Little League Baseball woke up 25 years ago and realized that 30 to 40 percent of their kids were not coming back. They had had it with the pressure wow. to win and all of these crazy parents uh, and the fact that there were so many different ways to include I knew we'd run out of time. Tom, give me the website people could find out about the upcoming book and about your work quickly. Yeah, the website is thepreventablebook.com, and my Instagram is Dr. Thomas Hemingway, just Dr. Thomas Hemingway. That's the, those two places got all the links you need, and I would love for people to reach out. And I have a podcast as well called Modern Medicine Movement that talks about these natural holistic strategies. Well, you got to have, I'm telling, I'm telling you now, you got to have the sports doctor join you on your podcast, Tom. Hold on, everybody. It's the sports doctor. Tom, hold on. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review Magazine one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention. I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctor is In article in each issue. Go to MVPParent.com. 
MVPParent.com. Hey, it's Dr. Bob. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger is setting a new standard within the school uniform market. More schools are understanding the value that uniforms provide, school pride and identification being one of them. Another is the well-recognized reduction of student pressure to keep up with classmates in the real world of what to wear each day to school. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger provides amazing quality and value to its partner schools and families. It is truly the first brand in this market that students are excited about wearing. Go to the website, globalschoolwear.com, globalschoolwear.com. everybody live from Chicago we're back it is the sports doctors in our segment where we review some upcoming shows we add in some of my late colleague Bob Guida's wisdom and we answer a few emails don't forget to go to my website sportsdoctorradio.com if you go over to radio shows, you go back years. What would you like to listen to? Who were the guests? Pick out whatever you'd like. Go over to newspaper articles and magazines. There's an endless array of information, articles we've written on so many different topics. A lot of excitement with our new quarterly MVP parent magazine. The issue just came out for the spring. You could access it, mvpparent.com. We've got some great shows coming up next week. One of the members of the National Fitness Hall of Fame, fitness um, uh, advocate, author, Tracy Merkley, will be joining me, all things personal training. And then Joe Chura uh, in the Naperville area. Uh, he is the um, chairman of the Naperville Police Foundation. This is a great organization for the interaction of the community, the police department, the importance of uh, our first responders being in shape, health and wellness. The following week, uh, one of my faves, Rick Kellender, the prolific author, was with Sports Illustrated for years, was on television with the sports writers. He still writes a column for the Sun-Times. He's coming back. And then the speed doctor, Robert Esme, will be joining us. You know, Bob Guida, no matter who he was training, no matter what their sport, no matter what their ages, would pay attention to what he said was training the opposites, strengthening the muscles that are working to control the motion you're doing and sometimes to stabilize it. Imagine a pitcher and all the motion, all the muscles used in the pitching motion, the quarterback throwing the football, and Bob would pay attention to all the structures that slowed those motions down, controlled them, stabilized them, where he would talk about uh, training uh, those opposites. Uh, think of the tennis player swinging the racket a thousand times a week, and he would be talking about strengthening the core, the back, the traps, the shoulders to control and stabilize uh, that motion. The figure skaters with all the jumping, working on the areas that help come down and stabilize. So strengthening the opposites, very, very important when it comes to all sorts of sports training, uh, youth or otherwise. Some emails. Angie wants to know, are bunions and hammer toes inherited? I hear this question, Angie, all the time. The foot type that develops these problems is what often is inherited. Uh, the high arches, maybe the flat or hyperpronated feet. Uh, that might be susceptible to the kinds of changes that develop into the dislocation of the big toe and that bump a la bunions 
or the contracture of the toes, uh, which are designated as hammer toes. Often in my surgical career over the years, we would see um, Bunyan surgical correction on grandma in her mid-late 60s, Bunyan surgical or hematoe correction surgery for her daughter, who might have been in her late 40s, mid-40s, and then looking at the same problem in her daughter, a late adolescent, early adulthood. Males also, but I'm using women here as an example, uh, causing us in podiatry to pay much more attention, again, to inherited foot types and trying to prevent some of these concerns with shoe changes with orthotics. So it's the foot type that's developing these problems uh, that's inherited. Tom says, you know, my son is an 11-year-old. He plays soccer three, four days a week. He's been plagued over the past two and a half years with heel discomfort. Tom, the um, heel has a large growth center in the back that allows that heel to reach maturity at in boys 15, 16 years old, maybe 13, 14 years old in girls. And that growth center is susceptible to stress. Soccer is famous for putting young children in cleats where the cleats are right underneath that growth center. Cleats are also underneath growth centers in the ball of the foot. So get rid of the cleats, go into a multi-nub shoe that will allow good traction but will not concentrate uh, that pressure under those areas. Uh, quickly, Stephanie said, my 15-year-old daughter plays serious tennis. She's had chronic Achilles tendons. Would orthotics help? Yes, they would. Proper stability and position as well as strengthening. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week for another edition of The Sports Doctor. Hopefully both guests will show up. Thanks, everybody. See you next week.